0: What up everybody, I wanna welcome you all back to the Socks and Sandals Podcast, where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. It's your boy Emmanuel back. I'm not in the kitchen today. I am in the office. I am in the wonderful, beautiful, amazing home of the one and only Linda Green. Linda, say what's up to the people.
1: Hey, what's up, people? It's good to be back.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate you open up your home today. And it's nice and warm. I got my big cup of tea over here. You know, I'm feeling good. Even though we were both kind of fighting a little cold, we're going to make it happen. Um, So, Linda, how's your day been today?
1: I've had a really trying day today <laughs> I'll, mm. be, I'll be honest <laughs> I'll always be honest and transparent It's, mm-hmm. been, it's been a long day But I, but it's over now and I'm here And I've been looking forward to this So yeah, I'm glad to be here, I'm glad to have you in my house no In yeah. our house <laughs> The greenhouse <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I appreciate you having, having me here So um, I just want to jump right into it Because there's going to be a lot that we're going to cover tonight So We're talking about relationships, not just in general relationships, but healthy relationships. Um, It's it's kind of specific, but it's also kind of vague as far as like, how do we get there? How do you create a healthy relationship? Um, So the way what I was telling you before, like the way I want to attack this is I want to start from the beginning. Right. Where like, because most most people find themselves in unhealthy relationships. And you can always talk about relationships anywhere in the world it's gonna be a hot topic right. people are gonna be super interested because right. everybody's going through it Hello. Right. right so um, so relationships relate so Hello, I'll start here okay um, we're Americans yes we, we are. grew up in America yes we have a certain dating culture I don't know what it is around the rest of the world but we know how right. it is here mm-hmm. um, how do you feel about the dating culture in America and how that sets up our expectations or you know just what we know about relationships because that's where we kind of form our basis is from dating you know before right. getting married or whatever the case might be so
1: right right um, you know I I, I kind of want to laugh because it's so different than what it used to be mm-hmm. so many years ago um, my husband, I've been married. We've been married over 30 years, and I can't believe that much time has gone by, but it really has. Mm-hmm. And so it's, and of course, we have a lot of young people in our life, both our children and, and their friends. And the dating culture in America, I believe that social media has uh, has a lot to do with the shift and the change. Uh-huh. Um, I work around a lot of young women, and I have conversations with them and conversations with uh my, my children's friends, the, the 20-somethings, the late 20-somethings and the early 30s. Yeah. And having those conversations and realizing that it's far more common probably than what I know I believed um, as far as like dating apps. Dating apps seem to be a, a, a direction and a way that folks are going mm-hmm. more so than what I even realized um, and it is still that people still go out and they party and, and have a good time, but, but there's something about the tinder and the bumble and the plenty of fish and the, you know oh, what I mean? So I'm like I've only learning. I've heard of
0: tinder. I've never heard of bumble. <laughs> I've been married for, I've been out the game for six years, so, well really 10 years to be exact because I was already with my wife before we got married, uh-huh. so. Yeah, I have. I just heard a tender bumble. You said bumble b u m b l e. Yeah, so bumble
1: apparently is a, it's a dating site okay. where apparently the women take the make take the initiative, I should say, or make the initiative oh, to connect man. with a guy or to reach out in that way. Um, and then plenty of fish is is a dating site for singles over forty. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, so I did a little bit of research because <laughs> mm. I was curious about this, talking to people and and doing a little bit of research and discovering these things. There's another one called Coffee Meets Bagel.
0: I've heard of that. Yeah. They were on yeah. Shark Tank. I remember that. Oh, they did a pitch. really? I don't know if somebody picked them up, but uh, I, I remember them. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So that's a direction that is, is, once again, it's new to me. It certainly isn't something that we, my goodness, I think just 10 to 15 years ago, this yeah. wasn't the way people were dating. People but were I still dating,
0: like, meeting friends, They're friends of friends. Oh, yeah. But when, when I think of like unhealthy relationships now, you know the divorce rate is... I want to say higher now than what it was maybe back in the '80s or '90s. Yeah, yeah. Um, or maybe but I don't know. The, the, I read
1: forty to fifty yeah. percent
0: of marriages will end in divorce. Right. That's scary. But I feel like that That's that strange. statistic has been like that for at least the past ten years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, Because when I was going through premarital counseling with Pastor Martin, I think he was saying that mm-hmm. forty to fifty yeah. percent. Um, I don't know what it was in the '90s. You know, but it just it just seems like even pre. I mean. This this digital era has made right. things a lot lot tougher. Oh, absolutely! To I think meet so. people, mm-hmm. but going, but even just getting past how we meet, the relationships that we're having. What am I trying to get at? Do you think the way that we date, like you just date, like it's, so mm-hmm. dating starts in like what second third grade? As long or as young crushes, the maybe. crushes. So what what I think of is boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah. Um, And we kind of practice divorce.
1: Yeah, oh, because we all, practice all breaking up.
0: We practice breaking <laughs> Time up. from <or> the we're
1: 12.
0: <laughs> yeah, from when, however we first yeah. started having a boyfriend, it's like we we do this. We like somebody, whatever. You go out. Something happens, you break up. Yeah. And like we have these, even as kids, you think that you're having these real relationships, but they're, it's not. It's just puppy love. You know, it's right. just infatuation. Right. But like you still experience heartache you still have these yes. lofty ideas oh, yes. at a young age yes and it's like you're exposed you're exposing yourself to emotions that you really shouldn't be having emotional attachments at a young age you shouldn't even be having exactly and so by the time you become an adult it's hard to to get out of that cycle because that's what you're used to. Exactly. I don't know. That's yeah. that's my take on it. Well, you
1: know what? I can't help but agree with that. I remember reading someplace that um, our brains um, don't develop fully. To be able to handle matters of the heart or emotional connections with other folks really until we're like 23 years old. Wow. So we're like 23, 24 years <laughs> old is before our brains are even able to really like wrap wrap themselves around. I can be in this relationship.
0: But, mm, that makes sense because, you know, you had those relationships in high school. Some people have, you know, married their high school sweetheart. Right. But as you get older, you notice like your relationship becomes oh, this is serious. Like In right. high school, it would take me right. a year or two to really know if I right. really like this person, or if right. this is really... But then when you're older, it's like, oh, this is it. Yep, 24, mm-hmm. 25 oh, mm-hmm. yep, she's it. Yeah, you just kind of know. Kinda know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: hopefully you don't have too much baggage before you get yeah. there, ideally. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> ideally. That's true.
0: In a perfect world. Because that baggage is something else. Exactly. Um, a lot of people nowadays, they suffer from trust issues.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: When you hear trust issues, just that word, like it, it's kind mm-hmm. of like a trendy thing. Like, oh, I got trust issues. I think right. there was Or commitment, singer, issues, commitment trust issues, trust all issues, all those things, right? Yeah. Um, what is it? When you hear that term, what does that mean to you? What, like, what type of you know, activities the, come up in your mind? For
1: me, when I think of when someone says they just have like major trust issues, then clearly that's someone who's been trusting the wrong people mm-hmm. over and over and over again, almost mm-hmm. like a, a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. And so therefore you could see someone with trust issues are going to struggle with, um, making any, even, uh, to be, to make a commitment is going to be difficult and really just to trust just, and, and if you can't trust, it's really hard to move forward in relationship. Uh, we could argue the argument could be, can you even have a relationship with someone if
0: you don't trust them? Right. Yeah. It makes it, it's really difficult to go forward. That's uh, a circular argument. All oh, the time. big time. Big time. Well, you gotta earn my trust. Yeah. So but- do you, so do you trust up front? No. Or do you? <laughs> because some people, they trust up front. Right. It's like, I'm going to give you the benefit of all the doubts right. up front until you break right. that. Yeah. Then I'm just just gonna give it to you. Some people are like that; they give it all up. Mm-hmm. For, other people, I'm going wait. Just wait. And you see gotta that. earn it. So what's the, what do you think is a well? You know, I,
1: I know I initially said, oh no, 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 but but I when it comes to trust, what I have say, have seen just in once again in the work that I do and the women that I've worked with over the years, there seems to be um, when someone enters into a relationship, especially when the relationship is when it's moving too fast. That's kind of one of the first warning signs. The chances are it's not going to be healthy. There seems to be a lack of a willingness to take time to get to know someone. It takes time to build trust. It takes time to build a solid uh, relationship. We're not going to just, I'm not going to meet you on Monday. And then all of a sudden the following Monday, okay, we're boyfriend, girlfriend now. And boy, I trust you and you trust me. And we're going like gangbusters. Mm. Um, but what we see is folks are moving really fast. That's happening really quick. And I personally believe that's why there's so many broken hearts and maybe so many people having the trust issues that they do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, it it, it kind of speaks to what we were already mentioning. You know, just mm-hmm. people getting in and out of relationships and just going yeah. in too fast. Right. right. And there's like, we're so lonely in Absolutely. America. But we Absolutely. don't. It's like we don't give ourselves the ability to. Just accept being single being alone right everything on TV everything in the movies like so media is geared towards it music is geared towards it holidays are geared towards it right it's just like we can't be alone Mm -hmm. even (laughs) even our family when you go to Thanksgiving Oh, baby, you, you ain't got no boyfriend yet. Exactly. You ain't, got, you ain't married yet. What's exactly. wrong with you? you exactly. Know? <laughs> There's that pressure. That pressure. That pressure. You've mm-hmm. got to be
1: with someone. Um, when, and the reality is we're better when we are taking that time to be by ourselves.
0: That's
1: real. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because the first relationship you have ought to be the one you have with yourself. That's so, true. Okay? So if we're not taking the time to really get to know who we are, um, it increases the likelihood that the relationship we enter may not be healthy may not be safe yeah. because we really really don't know and it gets to be it's like kind of like anything goes right mm-hmm. but when we take the time to get to know ourselves we're gonna know what we like what we don't like we're getting to know what what's acceptable for us and what's not acceptable mm-hmm. and if we don't take that time. To really get to know ourselves and really to determine ahead of time, what are my boundaries? What are my physical boundaries? What are my relational boundaries? What are my emotional boundaries? What what am I going to be okay with and what am I not okay with? And what whatever this is that I decide or determine that I'm not okay with, then there also has to be a willingness to have a consequence to that. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. if you step on my foot one time and I say, hey, you know, you step on my foot and you just... Shrug it off like it's no big deal. But if you keep stepping on my foot, at some point, then I need to say, I can't be in relationship with you because every time I'm close to you, you're stepping on my foot. Yeah. And we have to mean that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so often, I think that young women in particular can fall in that category where they're really quick to be probably super forgiving of some offenses that maybe they ought not be so forgiving of so quickly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were so many things running through my head talking <laughs> about that. Um, <laughs> do you think, so you said, what was it, 23, 24 is where you can really start making emotional right, right. connections? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you think there's like a perfect age to get married? I've heard a- advice from men yeah. that say a man shouldn't get married until he's over like 30 or over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know What do what? you
0: what do you say to that?
1: It's you know, it's so funny. I don't even know if there's a perfect age. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I'm 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 quite certain that it's it ideally it ought to be over twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that much I think I'm pretty sure of. Yeah. Um you know, there's there's so much to learn about ourselves, mm-hmm. you know. And I believe that we do ourselves a disservice if we don't take the time to get to know ourselves. Yeah. Um, I, th- I know that I'm of a, of a generation and a time where when we said we were going to be married, we wanted it to be one and only. We wanted it to be this is the final. We don't want to entertain thoughts of, well, if it doesn't work, I'll just get a divorce.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, of course, that depends on y- your own uh, family of origin, your upbringing, what you were accustomed to seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, between, I'd say between 24 and 30. Yeah. Yeah. Between twenty-four and thirty, okay, and that's okay. That's good window. Mm -hmm. And then, ideally, during that time, you know, you've done your work. You've really gotten to know yourself. You have a strong sense of who you are, your worth, your value, your strength, your beauty, your integrity. You know, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. Um, And until that's really strong and intact. I mean, I was mentioning before we came on the air about um, hearing an interview years ago that Oprah Winfrey did with Marie Osmond. And she said, we should we marry at the level of our self-worth. So she said, be sure that you have a strong sense of self and self-worth before you get married. And I thought that was so profound. And I tell you, that was like back in the 90s Mm. when I heard that interview. And it stuck with me all this time. It's very it's proven to be
0: very true. Yeah. No, that's, that's real um yeah now that when you say the 24 to 30 though yeah I, I think I definitely co sign that because at first when a guy told me was like 30 I was like yeah 30 because when you're as a man I know me as a man like when I came into my 30s yeah you really do know exactly who you are you know exactly what you want yeah. um I really kind of knew that at 27 that's when I really mm-hmm. realized like all right certain relationships are getting pushed to the side right, I'm right. not dealing with a lot of stuff that I used to just put up with right. I'm not struggling with stuff where I thought oh was it well it's not me it's them
1: right. and I don't
0: have to change them like they can do them right. it's not my responsibility right. to have them whatever be to whatever towards me so mm-hmm. um, but also I had the luxury of uh, when I was in college I was working at a coffee shop uh-huh. called Java Cup in, in Houston Texas so we had it was like Thursday nights uh-huh. it was called urban confessions Oh my. so urban confessions was a night where a bunch of mid 20s 30s early 40s would get together young uh-huh. young black professionals uh-huh. any coffee shop they ran out the whole place at night and I'm just right. sitting there serving drinks listening and they're having their conversations about relationships and oh, everyone nice. it's nice but it was like as a 21 year old right Twenty, twenty one year old, I was like, Man, these people are bitter. Oh yeah. Everyone has wow. so many sob stories or just they had so much baggage and all these beautiful, successful women and these men, they were so jaded towards each other. Wow. All men are this, all men are that. That's why when I get in my release now, I just I just put it out like this because boom was just like, oh my like yeah. So I realized after a couple months of sitting through those sessions I seen the future yeah so I realized you know what I have to get married by the time I'm like 27 28 mm-hmm. and I mean not to say that I, I couldn't
1: right? But, no I but, hear you but
0: my my goal in life was like I, I got to get married by no later than 27 mm-hmm because after 30 it's gonna be slim pickings it's gonna be a lot of baggage oh, yeah. I'm gonna All have to I'm gonna have to overcome someone else's bad personality traits right. to prove myself so I'm going to prove myself and just prove that I'm not this guy and that guy and that guy, and deal with their kids. And not to say that there's nothing wrong, you right, know,
1: right, blended right.
0: families is, but that's a real issue. And those people were they were struggling, they were having a hard time, and it was tough to listen to. Yeah.
1: But the beautiful thing, um, you said something. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm now now my mind is doing <laughs> what you said, Liz, what you were doing. But um, you said something in that word, um, responsibility, right? Mm. And it's so important that we know what we are responsible for oh yeah it's huge we Mm -hmm. have to know where um it's like this is where my lane is and this is where where or my i even heard people say that like this is my yard so this is what i'm responsible for right here my little yard right here and you're and i'm not responsible for your yard Right. You know, and oftentimes when folks get in relationships, either the one person that's kind of like the one that has a lot of the baggage and all the hurts and all the pains, mm-hmm. and there's the other person that's like a superwoman, superman, and they want to come and fix and make it all better. Mm-hmm. Okay, so immediately you've lost that person who's doing that, has his lost vision of what their responsibility is. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that so it's, it's just, I don't know, I'm hearing you say that, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's right. But there's also certainly that, that situation where they're so bitter and they're hurt so bad. You got two people bitter, two people hurt, trying to come together and have have a relationship, and they're both dragging all this luggage mm-hmm. behind them mm-hmm. from what Annie and Franny and Susie did, mm-hmm. or what John and James and Joe and Jim did. Mm-hmm. And how can you pull all that together?
0: Yeah,
1: it's almost impossible.
0: It's quite a task. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. I I told myself, you like, man. I, I just know my temperament. I just, I I wouldn't be able to deal with it. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't have time. Like, I'm sorry. Shaquilla, we just cannot make it happen. It's just no, not gonna it's happen. It's just too much. Yeah. I, I can't I can't overcome his hurdle, like, no, it's not it's not gonna happen.
1: But there's a lot to be said for um, you know, for doing our own personal work. Like if we find ourselves in a relationship and it's bad, it's so bad, it's it's been months, it's been years, yeah. whatever, and we finally get out of it, um, oftentimes folks will move from one relationship into another one oh, yeah. before they've taken the time to do the work on themselves to, to look at what did I what did I learn from that last relationship not only what did I learn about all those things that person did Mm -hmm. but what did I learn about myself what did I learn about myself and if we can't Really step back and just take that look at and do I call it like the self check? Mm-hmm. You know, what was my part in this relationship? There has to be mm. a willingness to look at mm. ourselves. What was my in it. part? What was my it? part in it? What part did
0: I play in this? It doesn't seem like there's a lot of that going on nowadays.
1: Well, no, because it's much easier to point the finger and say, Look what you did.
0: You did this, you did
1: that, and he did that. And you know, yeah.
0: I hate to point to social media, but there's a lot of that that goes on. It's just like, you know, all these dudes, they this, that, and the other. Oh and yeah. If, I wish they would just blah blah blah. blah. And, and the dudes is like, man, these females out here, they just they ain't good for nothing, but blah, blah. And it's just everybody's saying what the other side exactly. isn't doing exactly. And no, one, I mean, obviously on social media, you always put your best self out there and whatever. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's conducive to that. Mm-hmm. But maybe people are really living their lives like we're mm-hmm. living our lives like that, like. I'm great. I look good. Right. I'm, f- I'm borderline flawless. Right. There you go. And y'all need to get y'all life together.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's know? something wrong with everybody else, but it's not me.
0: Right. <laughs> and you continue to find yourself in the same situation over and over again. I used to, uh, I used to, I used to look at that in in a certain type of way, where I kind of used to think that somebody had a problem, like somebody was. Borderline like a cancerous person. As far as like you get in all these relationships, yeah. and they end up the same way, is your fault.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There is a little bit of truth to that, right? But it's I'm starting to realize that it's much deeper.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: It's much deeper than that. It's it's highly emotional. Yes. And it's highly tied to your identity.
1: Oh, you better believe it is. Right. You better believe it is. So
0: yeah, if you if you're accustomed to this type of guy oh yeah treating you or talking to you this type of way
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's like an emotional response in your brain when when you when you get that type of stimulation when you get that treatment it makes you feel like yourself and then you cuz i used to think of girls i would say you know, um, I don't need no dude that's all nice. I just need a dude. I need you to kind of be a little rough around the edges and I need you to talk to me. I didn't ever understand. Like, why would you want somebody right. to talk to right. you disrespectfully? It's not that they want to be disrespected, right. but they feel comfortable in that environment and it makes them feel alive. Like, this is who I am. And they, they're, and they're, that, and it's, and it's their brain and they just can't shut it off. And they don't know that they have to unlearn and unwind all that stuff. There. Not that they're a bad person, right. but they're addicted to that right. rush of being feel, of feeling that way.
1: You know, there's a quote in a movie, okay, and I always say this, and people around me just laugh, and they say, oh, God, Linda, here she goes again. But it's re- it's, re- it's, it's really true. It was Twilight, the movie Twilight. Oh, okay. shoot. Okay. Okay, and there's Hold a on. scene when <laughs> Bella is in the kitchen, okay. and her dad is there, and he says, you know what? He called her Bells. You know what, Bells? Sometimes you have to learn to love what's good for you, because he saw that she was drawn to the character Edward, yeah. and he knew something. He didn't know Edward was a vampire, but he knew something wasn't right with Edward, yeah. and... And I love that line, and I use it in the groups that I s- s- facilitate. You mm-hmm. know, pretty often it comes up. Mm-hmm. Because that word learn, learn to love what is good for you. Okay? Gotcha. But but it also means that we must first know what is good for us. Mm-hmm. And how do you know what is good for us, the individual, if you don't take the time to know who you are as an individual?
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. what's good for Susie may not be good for Annie. Just in that, you see what I'm saying? But
0: also what I'm saying is... Who you are as an individual in a, is tied to that negativity.
1: Oh yeah. So
0: your identity is right there. Yeah. And so people don't like, they don't know who they are outside yeah. of that and they don't know how to cope with that. And it's and a it natural is, reaction to go back to what you're to. But used.
1: what's so painful though, it is so painful to see this and I, and I see this often um, of course, because of the work that I do mm-hmm. is to see someone in such agony right Mm -hmm. to have moved away from this other person who's been so cruel Mm -hmm. and the worst situation ever but to have that internal fight but 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 i love him okay i love well why do you love him so much well, because he said all these right things. And when it was good, it was really good. But sitting down and having that person, okay, so I, I'll, I've said this to folks, get a piece of paper and write down all the wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And now, on the other piece of paper, write down all the really horrible things. Mm-hmm. Are Is it really worth it? Mm-hmm. And that's like just the beginning of helping folks to be able to recognize that, you know, this is not good for me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then it takes a whole nother level of strength and... <laughs> Depth to take the time and do the work on yourself and to go to support groups or go to counseling because that's a wire. You're, you're saying that in the brain. You're right. It's like they're wired. Mm-hmm. How can we? We're wired to what is so unhealthy and so not good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of work to be done. Mm-hmm. And it's heartbreaking, and it's not, and it, and that change doesn't happen overnight. Um, I also use the language of, um, like, vulnerable. Um, what is it about? I'll just say, what was it about me that caused me to be so vulnerable? You know, or what, what was it about this person that made them vulnerable mm-hmm. to, to getting into relationships with people that would continue to cheat on them, mm-hmm. right? People that mm-hmm. continue to steal from them, people that continue to, uh, just misuse them and disrespect them. Mm-hmm. And that goes on and on and on. So, what was it about that person? What made you so vulnerable to someone that would do that? What is it about your the way you see yourself mm-hmm. that you allow? It's them? all
0: about I, my conclusion. You yeah. know, not a doctor, but like it's all about that person, that self. It's yourself, yourself. how you see yourself, absolutely, and what yeah. type of things you react to, right? Which make you feel like mm, this is me. Exactly. Oh, that's me right there. Yeah. Although that yeah. that level of vibration, that level of emotion. Right. That level of whatever conscious like, yeah. oh that's that's what, that's me. I, I connect with that. Yeah. And you
1: know what's heartbreaking is how did we get there? See something happened, you know, and, and along the way, how mm-hmm. did we how in the world did that happen?
0: It's unfortunately what I've come to discover is it's very easy. Hmm. and because talk more about that it's very it's so easy because <laughs> of in America even yeah. in social media that this area is is making it worse yeah. um yeah so there is um y'all can't see my hands right now but I have my one hand up high and one hand about 10 inches below it so the the high hand is who we yeah. think we are yeah. And who we think we project to the yeah. world, yeah. the low hand is who we really are. Yeah. Mm. So we focus on this a lot: yeah. who we project ourselves to be, who we think everybody perceives us to be. Uh-huh. But this is who we really are—the bottom person—and yeah. we neglect this all the time because mm. we feel like if this is intact, this doesn't yeah. really need to be. But we we feel this person at night, yeah, when nobody's looking, when nobody's around. We feel the the lower person are who are who we really are, right? And and when this person starts to nag at us, what we tend to do is get up to here, yeah, by doing certain activities to to take our minds away mm. to escape from how we really feel. So we have right. a lot of things that we don't deal with as people, and um, we fill it with whatever activity, whether it's right. sex, mm-hmm. drugs, mm-hmm. gambling. You name it, anything that can take your mind away from just being focused on who you are and improving yourself, we tend to be distracted by that type of stuff. Video games, social media, anything that will give us a a quick positive boost. Mm -hmm. And so, because we suffocate and suppress dealing with who we really are, Uh we fill ourselves with all that negative and then we just continue. To get hooked on, oh man, this, this feels good, this feels good, this feels good. I need more likes on Facebook, I need more likes on Instagram, I need more sex, I need more alcohol, I don't have yeah. to deal with this, who I really am. Yeah. And so because, so that that's all I wanted to get into, mm-hmm. what what do you see as like, what can we do personally, individually, to prepare ourselves to even be in a healthy relationship?
1: You know what? <sighs> We kind of talked about it a little bit, and when yeah. I, I started out, and I said like the self check. Yeah, it's taking that time to get to know who you are.
0: Mm-hmm. Get
1: to know who you are. Um, how do you? How are you a jealous person? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you handle it when someone uh, disagrees with you? You know. How do you handle uh, like? Uh, uncomfortable conversations, mm. right? Are you the one that's going to get really angry and power up and bully and intimidate so that way you have to win? Um, are you going to? Are you the person that can be calm and and, and rational? Are you going to punch walls? You know, mm. which which person? <laughs> who who are you? Get to know who you really are. I talked about likes. I talked about dislikes. Um, and I always say this: ask the cl- people closest to you. Ask your 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 closest friend. Ask family members. Tell me about tell me about myself. Tell me about me. What do you see about me? What have you experienced? Am I a consistent person? Am I reliable? Am I um, am I am I Trustworthy, am I? If I say I'm gonna be someplace, will I be there? Am I? You know, tell me about how well do I handle conflict? What has been your experience with me? Because like you said, we're kind of blinded by that. I love you know the idea with one hands up, one hands down. There's mm-hmm. ten inches between, and the hand that's up is the is how you, we want to see ourselves, mm-hmm. right? How most mm-hmm. people will see themselves. But it's really down here. Now your our best friends, our besties, they gonna tell us. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, okay, girl, you know you gotta do some work because, oh, so we really want to know and are really serious about that. Get with that person close to you and ask tell me what do you see about me how am I am I this jealous person um, how well do I have handle confrontation and anger mm. you know um, how well do I do when things are not going great in my life when am I one of these people where the only time I can be have any sense of joy is when things are perfect and when things are not perfect am I ready to kick the dog you know <laughs> how balanced am I you right. know what I mean um, yeah I, that's and also too another thing it's be wary of moving quickly into relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, are, am I that person who the minute I meet someone, I want to hurry up and get in a relationship with them. Can't wait. We got to hurry and get serious, mm-hmm. right? Those are all uh, character character traits or personality that we can look at and say, am I, am I even healthy myself? So we're, we want to have a healthy relationship, but I think it's important to ask ourselves, how healthy am I?
0: Right. So our, the foundation is that I, I always feel like, The foundation is the individual.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like it begins. It's that individual. It's not about let me run out and find the best possible man Mm -hmm. or let me run out and find the best possible woman. Mm -hmm. We need to be the best woman and we need to be the best man. Mm -hmm. Because when you are the best woman and you are the best man and you've done your work, then you are going to um, attract and draw. You're going to draw that quality, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So truth be told, and I think you'll agree with this too, Emmanuel, is whatever we put out there mm-hmm. is what we get.
0: That's real. And uh, even even when I was like in high school, mm-hmm. and more, I would say more like college and uh, uh, post-college, I would always say, wifey chicks get wifed up. Wait, wait,
1: wait! No, that was no. That, you that you was gotta my, say that again.
0: <laughs> that was my that was my philosophy about like girls that because dudes guys know who is wifey and who is not who is definitely not. She's the thought. She's okay. the one that you you know what I mean. Okay. Pick okay. up, lay down. I mean, just to be honest, okay. you know, we, we yeah, had our ways a, back back like in the that day. Call yeah. So we knew. And so it's, it's and it will be, so guys always know. And it, it will be funny to us, like when certain girls be on social media or just talking in general, like, I don't understand why these dudes treat me this way. And I don't understand why this, that, and the other. But yeah. like, certain other girls, not to say nobody had that problem, but like, right. we knew who a wifey chick type was. Right. And who wasn't that type. Right. So the wifeys, they got wifed up. And I love. It. I like that and so, they got and so, wiped up. And so, they, so they they didn't last until the 80s. they either got right. wiped up or on or knocked up. Honestly, wow. <laughs> But okay. being knocked up will be leading to hopefully getting married. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. That like, would be nice. <laughs> that, that would be nice. <laughs> that would uh, be good for a solid family. But <laughs> there you go. That that was so that kind of <laughs> lends itself to what you're saying. Like what yeah. you put out there, you're going to get back. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. You know, I remember this has been years ago, and our oldest son, we were out shopping, and. Um, we're at Burlington Coat Factory. This is so crazy. Well, this this stands out for me. And I think he must have been like a junior, senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And we're walking through Burlington. And there was this young lady who had on like, oh, my goodness. We probably call them booty shorts. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And revealing everything on the top and everything on the bottom. And mm-hmm. she was clearly making these eyes at my, at my son trying to get his attention. Have and you seen it? And I, I saw it. I saw all of this. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is interesting. <laughs> and so, and I watched my son completely ignore her. And then as she finally walked away, he said to me, he says, mom, I don't like those kind of girls.
0: Mm. He knows.
1: Cause he knew. Mm. So I think about that. That's not the wiped up one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that no. is not the one.
0: No, we know. You know,
1: exactly. We know. Exactly.
0: It's exactly. so funny going out now. Like I don't go out as much, but like when mm-hmm. I do go out now yeah. that I'm married, especially if I go out with my wife, it's it's so apparent or go out with other married right. couples right. it's so apparent who's single and who's not yeah like it's at least the places I go maybe I right. other places married women dress a certain I don't know maybe in Miami it's just whatever but out here <laughs> on the west coast you can tell who's married wow. and who's single and it's like and it's it's, it's kind of a thing that with this new liberal, like mm. more feminine movement, you really mm-hmm. can't say anything like that without yeah, people right. getting offended. Like, right. oh, you can't shame me or slut That's shame right. or whatever. You That's can't right. tell me what to mm-hmm. wear. I'm not telling you what to wear, right. but like du- like I said, dudes know who's wifey, who's not. Mm-hmm. And the way you dress, not to say that you should get raped or you should be right, whatever, right. No. but yeah. like people are going to come at you a certain way, a certain type mm-hmm. of way. Because they perceive you to be, oh, she got, right. she's showing this, that, and the other. Right. She's trying to catch something. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And, and you know, and that is. And, My and, wife ain't and going out there the
0: dressing like that. Like she ain't trying to catch nothing. Like she. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. And the thing about that too, and you're absolutely right. In this liberal time and the feminist movement that we live in, and folks that they want to, if I want to wear something way down to here and up high to here and all that, then mm-hmm. I should be able to do it, and you shouldn't mess with me. Right. Okay. Yeah, you you're free to do it. We're all free. You're free to dress how you want to dress, but the other piece of it too is you're gonna attract a certain kind of person. Yeah. So it's it goes right back to asking yourself who who am I? You know, who am I, and what do I want?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, if I want to be wiped up, then mm-hmm. maybe I want to carry myself in such a way as someone who I look like I might want to be somebody's wife.
0: Exactly. So I think we've yeah. laid the groundwork. <laughs> Thirty five minute, minutes into it, I think we've laid a foundation to having we got through the trust issues <laughs> we're dealing with ourselves, we're taking a self examination, mm-hmm. we're having our friends tell us about ourselves Yeah, we're, we're getting rid of this perception of who we think yeah. we are, getting down to who we really right. are and dealing with that so now that we're in a relationship
1: right,
0: somebody that we really love, yeah, that we can either see ourselves being with, or let's yeah. say we're newly married, what are some things that we need to do wow. to cultivate that healthy relationship or a healthy relationship
1: you know communication Mm -hmm. i mean there's 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 uh, there's a lot of them because i'm popping all over the place but but the first one is really to be able to be open and honest and transparent Mm -hmm. uh communication is so huge to keep talking and uh, another thing too is be always be mindful um if there's ever a topic that as a couple you can't talk about you know what i mean because mm. usually that's where the the danger is you know take that time and, and go deep into that hard conversation mm-hmm. and with couples it, it could be anything it could be intimacy it could be sex it could be money it could be you name it but those are just a few that can be difficult to talk about um, but communication and also laugh have fun together you know never stop going on a date have your date night once a week or once every week as often as you can and it doesn't have to be anything expensive Um, come up with fun and creative ways to go out and have a good time picnics you know bowling is always fairly cheap right Mm -hmm. depending on where you go (laughs) (laughs) Um, but but keep your your romance uh, keep it alive Mm -hmm. keep it alive with dating keep it alive with laughter Um, you can stay home and have dinner and a movie put a table in front of the TV and just light some candles and put on a movie and stay home and just enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I think that never, never forget why you fell in love to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be all corny, but I think about Tyler Perry's movie, Why Did I Get Married? Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, we, my husband, I've been married over 30 years and every once in a while we'll ask ourselves that question. Mm-hmm. Why did you marry me? Why do, what do you love about me? What Ooh. is it about me that you love? Ooh. Yeah, we d- we do that. I mean, we do that randomly, and it's just, and it's, and we love doing it. I mm-hmm. mean, is is you know, we've even um, taken our time if we go to the beach or we go to Skamania or we go wherever we go. We make it a point to have a list of either questions or ideas or goals or whatever mm-hmm. something that we want. Something always plan where you want to. What do you want to do as a couple? Where do we Mm. see ourselves five years from now? Mm. All those conversations. Just keep your marriage fresh and fun and alive. Mm. Oh, yeah.
0: When you were saying that, it made me uh, think about, um, like, you know, remember why you're together.
1: Yeah, remember why.
0: One of my favorite movies of all time. Have you ever seen the movie? It was Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind.
1: No, now I need to write it down to see it. No, I've never have never seen it. I've never seen. it I can't believe it. I, th- I thought for sure you were going to say something I'd seen.
0: That movie. Oh my gosh! Just visually, the 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 director is like I think it's Michelle Gondry or something like that. It was just amazing the way that it was shot, uh-huh. the type of effects, the way that they told the story. But it, it, I can tell you everything about the movie, and you can watch it, and it's still going to blow your mind. Um, but that movie has literally i won't say literally but for the most part it's Mm -hmm. helped me a lot as far as staying together yeah um not to say that i was just ready to whatever but you Mm -hmm. know we always have those doubts or whatever oh yeah yeah but it helped me process things as far Mm as remembering why Why. i got to this point yeah and don't so don't so easily forget it when some type of trouble comes or some type Mm -hmm. of conflict arises Mm -hmm. and you know you know what i'm done with this i can do better by myself you know it's just like no remember remember why you got here right and so basically the movie is about two people that met each other Mm -hmm. and they had a great relationship and then things went south Hmm. and there was this this doctor that had this thing where he can remove all the negative memories out of your mind about that person yeah so that you can forget about that relationship as if it never happened so he just erases all those memories so you take all these all these items that you that you know, all the gifts that they um that they bought you yeah. um any pictures and then he scans your brain and sees how your brain reacts to it yeah and then puts you in this thing and then he just erases memories
1: so you get all the bad memories erased so that way you could just be back in relationship. Are no, not over? even no. Oh, oh, you're done.
0: The whole relationship oh, is over. Stop. And so okay. so so <laughs> if you seen that person in in public, you wouldn't even know who they are. Oh my. Yeah. So that so okay. that's, that's in the movie. So so the, you know, the girl did that to the guy, you know, um, and then the guy wanted to do that to the girl or was it uh, Yeah, yeah. She did it first and then he mm-hmm. wanted to do that to her. Mm-hmm. Um but the movie shows like him in those memories. Yeah. And then he once he was in the memories, he remembered why he loved her so much and he Mm -hmm. wanted to stop it. Yeah. And so in the movie it shows him actively going through those memories all those times and him trying to stop it and him trying to hide her and put her in different places. Yeah. And this all this other type of stuff. Okay, so now I have to say it. And then (laughs) and then at the end of the movie, you know, it it was and so it's just and it just had and it and it it makes me remember like Mm -hmm. all the time when we were dating like before we had right. my, my my son you know just yeah. like all those times like how pure and how great yeah. and just how amazing that feeling mm. was mm-hmm. and just like man do I want to get rid of that like no, like, no. we can yeah. get back there you know right. things might be rocky right now or things might be feeling like you always have these emotional highs and lows in relationships but exactly. you really want to give that up Gosh. like I really don't. You really don't. What
1: you want to start over with somebody else?
0: Yeah, but it's like, but but do I? But do I really not want this? You. It's just we get so we get so high on our emotions, and it just makes us think so crazy. Mm -hmm. And our decision making at that time is just not good. It's not good. But being able to remember why Why? you're in love with that person, why you're married, all Mm -hmm. it's everything.
1: And kiss all the time. That greeting with a kiss and a hug, mm-hmm. keep kissing. Oh, yeah. Keep touching. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just, it means, it means something. You got to tell me twice. Oh, you. come on now. That's right. Keep <laughs> kissing her, keep touching her, keep hugging her. It, it means the world. Me and then another thing I'll say, too, is be very careful who you allow in your marriage, in your, in your, um, careful of new friends, careful. Of, oh, for sure. You know, I, I, I think that, um, how do I want to say this? Uh, guard your marriage, mm-hmm. protect it. You know, yeah. make sure that she knows that 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 you are just the two of you, you're connected together, just mm-hmm. like the same way. I, like right now, you can't see me like my hands clenched together, my fingers clenched together. Be tight with mm-hmm. each other and do everything you can to maintain that and also be mindful of busyness. Don't get so busy with things outside of the home that you're not spending enough time with your loved one, with your wife, with yeah. your husband. You know,
0: what? we jumped to marriage so quickly. <clears throat> we didn't talk about getting there we first. Did. I know. I know.
1: I, I gotta because you gotta remember I love I yeah, I No, I you good,
0: I, I love I kinda, marriage. I kinda push it there. We're both married, so we're gonna yeah. naturally talk about marriage. But so so after we've laid the groundwork and we've dealt with ourselves personally, yeah. We're in this relationship we're contemplating marriage yeah now you do do you do a marriage counseling or pre-marriage we do, we do both we do, do marital
1: coaching mm-hmm. and we do marriage coaching okay. so it's not counseling it's coaching and it's and the 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 beautiful thing I love coaching I think what's mm-hmm. so beautiful about coaching is is there's no um, you're not really offering up anything as far as it, any instruction on how to do all you're doing is you're asking all the questions so in mm-hmm. coaching you're asking all the questions and you're allowing folks to come up with the answers but they're, they're, they do homework and all this wonderful stuff.
0: But, so in your yeah. in your premarital counseling, mm-hmm. what are some things that you guys or tools that you guys use to diagnose if you actually have a healthy relationship, if this is built on true mm-hmm. love or mm-hmm. is it built on, you know, people depending on each other, leaning on each other? Bye. You know, how, how do you diagnose yeah. that?
1: Well, there's... Oh, my goodness. You don't realize about a loaded question you've asked. There's actually... <laughs> um, Jeez. There there is a... You can... uh, There's kind of like... There's so many things. There's so many tools you can do. And so for what we do in our premarital coaching is there's a preliminary uh, survey, if you will. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's called Pre-Enrich is the one that we usually use. And it takes about anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour to complete. Each person completes the survey and it goes deep. It finds out... um, your age, it finds out birth order, it it asks questions around like, were your parents married, are they still married, Um, you know, have you ever been married before, it asks a ton of questions to get to the root of like, and it spits out this amazing survey okay mm-hmm. and in that it, it's not so much this sharing like compatibility but what it really is doing is it's helping you to see what areas within the relationship might be a challenge like depending on the way you answered questions it might become clear that one person is a little more passive than the other one mm-hmm. right um, it might become clear um, that one person tends to um, really not handle conflict very well right it becomes very clear that another person in other words it does the whole social piece it does it it's really beautiful it even gets down to having an idea of how you manage finances or how what are your thoughts about money it's it's amazing so it's kind of broad so that's a big it's a big question <laughs> because it takes anywhere from 8 to 12 weeks to go through our entire the coaching process mm. So you're thinking about 8 to 12 weeks. You're meeting once a week for about two hours. Mm -hmm. And you're taking calm homework and you're bringing it back. And you're really working on listening skills. Mm -hmm. You're focusing on learning how to listen. uh, And not just listen, but listen with the intention of understanding, fully understanding. Um, You're learning how to... Instead of, you know, we get in an argument, sometimes we can just go on and on. We've said so many words until the other person who is on the receiving end of that, all they know is you're really pissed off. So (laughs) they're pissed off too. So you got two people yelling at each other and then you're going one way, they're going the other way. Well, we actually bring folks together and provide them with tools to how to have a disagreement. Hmm. You know, so it's kind of that whole... It's it's communication. It's it's finances. It's it's what is your what is your view on um, like intimacy? What does that mean to you? And and it's it's broad and it's big and it takes eight to ten weeks to get through. Mm. So I don't think there's any one area. But I would say that if I had to say what are the really top four or five areas that are so important, my goodness, communication, finances sex and, and, um, and also, too, if there's been a history of any infidelity or if someone has been married in the past, Sometimes those questions come up around that, like what were those issues or concerns around what happened before? You know what I mean? Yeah. And dealing with some of that too. Mm. I don't even know if I'm answering that question well no, or not. Are. Because you it's are. big. It's no, like it it's just yeah, it's like it's a short question, but oh my God, the answer is just ginormous. Yeah. Uh, some people are even more social than other people. Right. So here you got somebody who's super, super social, someone else is super introverted. Well, how are they gonna interact? What is that gonna look like? Yeah you know so we have an opportunity over those 8 to 12 weeks to address all those areas and to give people a chance to just see on a wonderful scale and graft and everything this is where this person lined up this is where you know it's 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 a lot
0: was there ever a couple that you dealt with where well maybe there is I mean if they went through the class Mm -hmm. and they realized that they just weren't right for each other. Oh, one. absolutely. Okay.
1: Yeah. And believe it or not, we celebrate that because we would really? rather- Oh, Yes. You would rather celebrate that you saved two people from pain and agony years down the road, mm. you know, or possibly having children. And then all of a sudden this doesn't work, but we have, and it's never been um, horrible. It's, it's, it's tearful. And it's not like they're saying never, but they're saying they recognize that right now they're just not in a good place. Mm -hmm. You know, we've coached couples where they were living together and then decide, oh my goodness, not only are we not ready to marry, but we we can't be living together right now. Mm you know and that's a good thing so as much as we celebrate the end and yes there's going to be a wedding date and a set but we also celebrate when oh, this is no we don't celebrate in front of them of course but, but Vince and I my husband and I were like okay that was that was good because we probably spared someone a lot of heartache mm. yeah
0: so what's your uh, what's your opinion on living together before marriage
1: Oh, you know what, I, I can go down the road of something, my, my you know, uh, the older people in our lives, I think about my dad he used to mm-hmm. always say, why buy the cow when you can get the milk, milk for free, free. you yep, kind of heard yep. of that one, right? Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't think it best. Um, I believe that when you live with someone, you're you're giving all the, the best of yourself, you know what I mean? Ideally, you're give, if you're a woman, you're giving your body mm-hmm. to this man over and over again. Um, And you're doing it in such a way that screams, geez, this is what married people do, but guess what? But you're not married. Mm -hmm. And I was just looking before you came and and thinking about this. I, I I don't think I wrote it down, but there are some statistics that speak strongly to people who live together before they get married have a higher rate of divorce if they choose to get married than those who don't. Now, what that means in all... I, I do not know, but I'm old fashioned. Okay, See I'll admit that, so I'm the old that, fashioned girl. I was, so. was going to
0: ask you if you, if you even had a statistic about that because that, it seems like that would be the case. Yeah, but uh, it was
1: like it was high too. It was over forty percent. Really? Oh yeah.
0: So because some of the I want to say conventional wisdom, but like what people think is like, well you. You gotta live you gotta know first before you get married you can't just wait oh my yeah. a lot of people think they're like yeah. why why wouldn't I live with them before I gotta see if, I
1: gotta try it out
0: I gotta see if it's gonna work yeah so you're saying no yeah no
1: yeah. i'm old-fashioned too <laughs> no, <I feel> you. <laughs> you know i'm a christian woman too and i, guess, I, you I, guess, know, I live out my faith <laughs>
0: <laughs> i guess so. i'm old-fashioned too and, and not even because I, I know people that are christians that live together yeah just absolutely. because of financial situations oh absolutely and they really were abstaining and all that right. but they just had to do it we've coached um, people who live together yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely okay yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but i was i was like that i um and I, we even had a, my son was two when we got married. So it wasn't like, you know what yeah, I mean? We were abstaining, yeah. like we were trying, but it didn't work. But, um, but, but I still didn't want to live with her yeah. until we got married. I just think it I didn't think it was fair to yeah. her. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, oh, I gotta, I gotta marry you. I can't play. I can't play this game.
1: Yeah.
0: Either we're, we're in or we're out
1: right you know I have a few friends that are that are single and and some of my closest friends are single and I'm kind of I'm really big on asking that question um, what do you want what do you want
0: Mm -hmm. what do you want
1: do you want a boyfriend or do you want a husband Mm. and if you want a husband then you go back to what you said then you need to act like a wife or that you're that wife material so if you're um, making yourself so incredibly available all the time why should he ever marry you Mm. why you know so I think it's really important to decide like ask yourself that question as a woman what do you want and if it's marriage then um, you gotta make some changes
0: Mm. I think it goes back to Loneliness. Oh my goodness. Yes. Don't want to be there you lonely. go. There you go. And then yeah. right I where, we, I ride, know, right I where know, we started out, I know. At <laughs> right back to the beginning. And I don't know how true this is. It's just me, like on the outside looking in. Uh huh. I think that some of the good women, not good. I don't, don't want to say that. Some of the,
1: the, the women
0: that are on the wifey path. There you go. There you go. The women that are on the wifey path.
1: Yeah.
0: They get jealous seeing the non-wifeys get all the attention Hmm. Hmm. and so they're like well I'm over here by myself on a Friday night reading a book and I don't got no man up under me and I'm lonely and this girl she ain't doing that and she ain't got this and I got the degree and I got this and I got the job but ain't nobody knocking down my door but they taking pictures, they doing this they going over here and I'm over here by myself And so, I see some settling going Mm, on. You know, outside looking in. Oh, I hear you. You know, and it's just like, man, if you're wifey, it's going to happen. I don't know. It ain't me. Obviously, I'm already. I'm taking. You know, to me, like Ah, I found my good thing. Right. You know, but like somebody will find. Like somebody will find you.
1: Right. I believe that.
0: You know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to settle. Somebody will find you. But.
1: But it goes back, like you said, lonely. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's heartbreaking to see that too. You know, to see people settle—people you know and you you care for a great deal—and you realize, oh my goodness, they're settling. Mm-hmm. And what do you do with that? Like, you know, me—I'm the queen of saying you just love on folks and you stay close to them and you yeah. be that soft place for them to land and you be that listening ear and you ask them all the right, open-ended questions and allow them to come to that um, to their to their truth. You mm-hmm. know, and usually their truth is, geez, I I am the wifey. I don't want to you know, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. You know, I want to one day have this, this man who loves me so much enough to where he sees that I am worth marrying. Yeah. Not just, um, yeah, I don't want to say that what I was going to say, but not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not that person.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Man. So to kind of close this out, um, as married couples, I think you kind of touched on it, but like,
1: know we've been all over the place. (laughs) Yeah. But
0: what, (laughs) In your, I mean, because you're you're a counselor, so what do you see that we tend to forget the most as far as being married, and what what do we forget? What do we neglect the most as married couples, and that we need to just just stop doing that and continue to do, you know, whatever you're supposed to.
1: You know what? Though, so it's like so in coaching, in coaching, we can just what we have seen when when marriages are really struggling is they really tend to just lose sight of each other.
0: Mm. You
1: know, they allow things to to get in the way. Sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's like a lot of other outside activities that don't include the spouse. Mm. Right. Um, It's neglect. Uh, Sometimes, which that is obviously a form of neglect. Sometimes it's honestly just assuming that everything's okay and that you can keep doing what you're doing. And if what you're doing is go to work, come home and sit in a chair and grab a remote control and, recline in your chair and you just watch tv and then okay you go to bed you do it again and again and again Mm -hmm. and before you know it you know weeks and months and years have gone by and it could be that the one person who's doing it they just think it's okay while the other person is dying on the vine Mm -hmm. so um we just we see a great deal of of neglect and another one is also like financial issues financial struggles can cause folks to to really drift apart Mm -hmm. of course infidelity Mm -hmm. um but more than anything honestly just Stop taking the time, you know, just really losing touch with each other mm. and getting caught up in that mundane. I'm just going to go to work and then I might come home or I might do a shortcut and not go home. But I'm going to hang out with the guys or I'm going to go over here and hang out with the girls and really just neglecting the relationship. Mm. Yeah. And when that's, that happens long enough. Oh, my
0: gosh. I hate the mundane. I hate the work yeah, week. I hate, It's mundane. just like. Yeah. Yeah. For, because every yeah. that's why I, now with me and my wife, like we're taking more short trips as yes. opposed to like, planning these big seven big day, kids. ten day, like no, two days here, three that's days there. Right. Try to take at least two, three trips by ourselves, yes, per year, yes. Um, like for instance, we just went on a couple's trip to San Francisco for two days, we got yeah. through Saturday morning, uh
1: uh-huh.
0: got back. Monday morning or Monday Sunday. afternoon. Yeah, and it felt like you were like gone we, a week. Yeah, yes, like it we did, isn't amazing? Like it we did not so take... much in those two days because yeah. it's like when you have a shorter amount of time, right. You force yourself to kind of just do more and right. just get up and just make right. the most of it, exactly. But like those two days was just it was everything. It yeah. was it was much needed. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, just just taking that time out. Is everything, and when you get yeah. back home, you kind of get back in the flow of things and work and kids and school, right. and Homework and all this other stuff. But uh,
1: and right now, too, for are... you guys during the season in marriage that you're in now, where you're mm-hmm. raising little kids, it's so crucial, it's oh, so crucial to yeah. not lose touch with each other. Oh, yeah, you know, and to just keep it alive,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: because that this is actually right where. Sometimes couples start having a lot of problems, mm-hmm. right? When they're raising the kids because yeah. there's not enough. It's, it can be difficult to find that time to spend together, but it's so important. I know when our kids were younger, we had, it was like eight o'clock bedtime. It didn't matter whether it was Friday night, Saturday night. It didn't matter. You <laughs> are right. we, we going too bad. Yeah, it's over for y'all. Right? You know, that's what yeah. you're checking out. It's our time. And we were, that's, and it was our time. And yeah. we held, we held to that, yeah. you know, um, cause it, it's so important that we don't neglect each other.
0: Oh Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I enjoy. That. Yeah, that eight o'clock, eight thirty. Like, it's, oh, yeah. it's over for you. It's over. Yep. Yeah,
1: and when you if you train them that way for little kids, it's like they get accustomed to it. It's oh, not. Yeah. It's no fight. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you're going to bed.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, there's
1: no getting up and down and checking in. No, no, you're you're good. Mm-hmm. You're going to bed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's we we definitely go hard on that too because mm-hmm. we need our little time.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's so important, even if it's just an hour. hmm It still is your hour. Oh yeah it's your hour you know I appreciate what you're saying about just the little getaways I know that one of our favorite places to go is we happen to live in a part of the country where it's so beautiful Mm -hmm. it really is and there's a lot of little you can drive an hour and be at like like almost a mini resort, you know, oh, yeah. we, we really love um, Skamania, um, Skamania Lodge. I've heard about it. I've never,
0: never been there. Oh, you got to go.
1: I mean, we will go early in the morning and mm-hmm. just go early and we'll walk the trails and then we'll go and have, have lunch and then visit. And you just, it just enjoy just that lodge. And mm. sometimes we've gone and stayed overnight. And honestly, we've gone probably more and spent the whole day. Where is that exactly? At it's Stevenson. It's like, it's, it's in Washington mm. and it's pretty much, um, from Vancouver it maybe not more than maybe a 40 minute drive or so okay okay it's along the gorge yeah the gorge and just the views are just breathtaking yeah. it's really really beautiful and I will say with the fires of the summer um, it didn't affect the view so it looks really? like the fires happen more um, I guess a little more south of that area where mm. the the lodge sits so it's really pretty
0: yeah that's yeah.
1: awesome yep, go and
0: spend yeah go it's been that day that's right <laughs> so take some trips y'all uh, you know what I mean? If you got kids, make sure that bedtime is solid so you can have your little Netflix and chill time, you know? Uh, or whatever you do. Me and my wife, we used to watch the, well, we still kind of, but those reality shows, the mm-hmm. the Real Housewives and the Love and Hip-Hop, and I was just like, you know what? This is too much negativity. I mean, I know we, babe, I know you love these shows. I can't do it no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we still find something to watch and right. we just chill and right. curl up on the couch and, yeah, make the most of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah we've had to limit our, our, our news. Uh, we won't even go down the politics oh, road. That's whole another topic. But yeah. but we just can't. We used to watch CNN a lot. Now it's like, I oh, just can't Just get do you all it. mad
0: just, and worked up.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just so not good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Too much going on. Too much right? going on. Yeah. Well... I hope y'all enjoyed this conversation. I hope you uh, heard some things that made you think about where you at personally and where you at with your relationships and just, uh, man, you can play this back and just pick up on whatever good knowledge that you think you heard. Hopefully it was really good. What, what do you think, Linda? We, we touched on some good things tonight.
1: Yeah, you know, I feel like we did. There's so much more. You know what I mean? There's yeah. always more, but I feel like we
0: did okay. Yeah. Well, if you have any further questions, y'all hit me up on uh, on Twitter at sxsndls, on Instagram at sxsndls. Um, you can hit hit up my personal Instagram, Emmanuel Since '85. That's S I N C E '85. Lynn, is there any way people can get a hold of you? Are you on social media like that?
1: You know what? Nowhere near to the extent that you are. <laughs> 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 I think they're going to have to go
0: through you to get to me. If you want to highlight Linda, you got a question for her. I'll shoot her a text. Perfect.
1: You hit me up
0: and I'll relay the message, y'all. But once again, I appreciate y'all for joining us here. This is Socks and Sandals where society, culture, history, and religion collide. And we unapologetically discuss our world views Appreciate y'all for listening. Y'all have a great, wonderful, fantastic day. Grace and peace. Nike Socks, working stocks. Oh, what a faux pas, unmasked, a unashamed. Hit a voice set of unacclaimed. Yeah, hit a voice set of unacclaimed. Maybe that's a taboo. Maybe it's a fab, but maybe just in fact, I was used to wearing bad shows Nike Socks.